Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hi guys, today I'm here with my sister, Sweekum Friedman. She's our Etsy coach in Design Suite, and we have some big news to announce. This is actually kind of an <laughs> exciting, revealing episode. Um, you guys know that uh, Sweekum's been on before. She's my sister, so we, we're always talking shop. Um, she has a really successful business on Etsy, and um, it's been really successful for a while, but finally... We've got some big news. Go Sweekum. Tell us the big news. Thanks, Karina. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So the big news is, is that I'm bringing my husband home. So he's going to be able to work with me on the business. And we are just really, really excited about this next chapter of growth for um, the companies that I've created. Um, But it's a big deal because it's been a long time coming. I mean, I don't know. We've talked about it in the past, but like this time it feels so easy. It feels so easy. It feels right. The timing is really good. And personally, I just feel like I'm getting a partner though. Like he has so much expertise and knowledge and he has a lot of, um, I don't know, people and stuff that are already like going to help me with the business. We've got like shipping costs are already like going to come down significantly. Like he's just stepped in and like, anyways, just helping me figure out how we can increase caught or increased, um, revenue and get costs down. And anyways, it'll be really, really great to have them home. So I'm like, so excited for you guys. I'm excited for me as well, because sweet Kim and I, while we have two (laughs) totally different businesses, we actually have some crossovers and integrations, which make it kind of fun for us to be sisters and our own business owners. I actually think this is the right way to do it. I think people should own their own businesses and not have partners. I think partners tend to fall apart. It's really difficult, but what we've got is crossover contract work. And so it works really nicely. And by Steve also leaving, he also is going to actually be coming to Karina Gardner Inc. and working with Design Suite a little bit as well. He's brilliant. And we didn't even know that Karina like had some other positions open. So it's really funny because he was going to come home anyways. We had like this whole game plan, how we're going to build up my business, all the things that are happening, all the growth. Um, new products, lines, collections, like we have so much laid out. And then literally, was it just a couple of days ago? We're with Karina. It was like a and week ago. We yeah. had because Yanni and, came. So our other sister Yanni came yeah. into town. So we got together. It was Saturday. It was like a week and a half ago at this yeah, point. It was Saturday. Yeah. But anyways, and she started talking about some positions that she had in her company. And Steve's like, oh, I could do that on top of it. I I know I want to do this. So so anyway, Steve's gonna also be working with Karina. You know what I was going to say I love about our businesses though, Karina, is that we, we created our businesses. We weren't super close when we created our businesses. Like she just did her thing. I was just doing my own. We're both having babies, like doing our own lives. And like when we reconnected, it is really funny because I've had such a physical inventory business and hers has been completely digital. So it's like always fun to talk with Karina because we really do compliment. We have both sides of the business, but yet they are so incredibly similar and they have crossed over uh, here and there over time. But anyways, I always think it's it's just really interesting that she went completely digital and I'm like completely, not completely, but a lot physical and you understand it so well. And I just, I do think it is interesting to kind of see that overlap in our businesses yet coming from totally different angles. I actually think that's the power of being a woman business owner in 
the crafting or handmade space, because there are so many different ways you can break into this industry and make money. But I think it's, you know, just, um, having Steve come home for you has been really interesting to watch because you and I have talked about this probably for the last five years, cause you've been wanting him to come home, but you just never felt totally comfortable with it and never felt like exactly right. What do you think? Like, why does it feel easy this time that, and this was before you and I had talked and Steve was going to be also doing some stuff in my company yeah. as well. Yeah, for sure. Like he was never planning to work for Karina or anything. It was just like always coming home to help me build my businesses. But I started a new business last year, like in the fall and it has taken off. And so this is like the new business, right? And so it's not like I'm dropping anything else. I'm still coaching for Karina. I'm still, you know, my hands are in a lot of cookie jars, but, um, but with a new business that is immediately going to do very, very well and bring a great revenue home. It's like, just come home and help me keep building it. Like it's a, still a baby. It hasn't even been a year and it is uber successful. So we're just hoping that, yeah, we can just continue to keep growing. Yeah. But I think it feels is- a lot easier because we've got so many cookie jars and so many streams of revenue coming in that it's, it's just a no brainer. Just come home and we can make literally like double next year, if not triple, you know, like anyways, Karina and I have talked about that, like coming home. It just makes sense. Yeah. I, you know, I think it has to feel really comfortable. It has to feel like you're ready for it and you're ready for that stage. I have also noticed with you that you have a lot of other decisions that have been done. I mean, there was a time period where you're working on your house and it didn't make sense to have Steve come home because you guys had house bills and things that you guys were building and doing, but you're kind of past that at this point, you've made the decision to stay in your current house. Like I, I will say this about me when I have a lot of personal decisions that are separate from the business, I make different decisions in my business. When I am totally done with the personal decisions, it makes it much easier for me to make decisions in my business. Cause that's the only place I'm making decisions and all the rest of the stuff goes to the side. Do you think that's true? Oh yeah, I totally do. It makes perfect sense. Karina. Yeah. So, um, I, now for some of you guys are listening to this going, Oh, I cannot wait. I want to bring my husband home, but I am here to tell you, first of all, it's, hundred percent possible. My husband has been home now for a year and a half. Yeah, um, so basically around year 13 and a half for 14 years of my business is when Josh came home. Um, for you, sweet game, how deep do you think you're about in? 10 years, about 10 about years, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So it does take time. Like sometimes people hear that and they think that it happened overnight, but it does not, it takes time. And, and think about this too, Karina. It, what's really interesting too, is I I said the whole reason, like the the number one factor of why he's able to come home was a new business that I created next last year. The same thing happened with you about a year and a half, probably about a year in from that business, you realized I could bring my husband home. And all of that came about because of 10 years previous of experience and failures and things that did work, but we didn't capitalize on the one business that with expertise that was going to explode. Right. So there's something to say about that. It's like 10 years of trying and not giving up until you hit a business that's probably going to work. And then our husbands both came home and I've never realized that either, Karina. Yeah. I, I do think people, um, underestimate the power of experimentation and 
really pivoting often in your business. And while one of the things that made it so Josh could come home was that we started a program, the program wouldn't have existed if I didn't make multiple six figures as a designer. Could Josh have come home during those? Probably. Like, in fact, there was a time period where like we considered it because I was making so much money as a designer. But then we were also like, well, maybe if we just both work, we'll be able to retire even earlier, you know, all the things. And so I just think that it's such a personal decision, but people think they hear this and they think it happens overnight and it just doesn't, it takes time. It's whatever. No, it's literally years and years of experience. And I do think there's a magic marker. I think you're actually 10 years is actually short. Most everything I've heard is 12 to 18 years. There's like a, that's usually where it is. I think I kind of fell right there in the medium range. I think 10 years is pretty, pretty quick. Sweet cam for you guys to have done that. So that's huge. Congratulations for you guys for doing that. You too, Karina. (laughs) So it's pretty fun. So, so fun. Um, I think that one of the things that have propelled me over the last several years is that I have had a sister who's also in business. And so we share insight. We were just talking about this. We share inside information with us all the time, like numbers. We will dig into what's working, what's not working, what's really. And I think that people also underestimate the power. They think they can listen to a podcast or they can listen to something free and they think they're really getting all the information. I can take what I hear from this and I can totally build a business as someone who has paid for lots of masterminds. And I've paid a lot of money to get the inside scoop. I can tell you what happens behind a paywall, what happens behind like actual networking and relationships of people who are successful is not the stuff you hear for free. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are over like close to 40 minutes late recording this podcast right now. You guys. <laughs> Even <laughs> Karina's husband walked in. He's like, wait, is this a podcast? Should I, should I be here or not? I'm like, hi, Josh. Because he's <laughs> like, you guys are sure, sure like divulging a lot of information. I'm like, oh no, no, no. This is just <laughs> sisters chatting about business and numbers and retirement and early retirement and husbands and all the things. Um, but we share like everything and the back end insider knowledge of like our businesses with each other. And that's, what's so great to have like a sister in business, but that's what like group coaching and mentorship can give you is a community of like-minded people that will actually divulge and share real, real business tactics and Marketing. And what's working right now, right? Because yeah. here's the thing that I, so when I went to BYU, Idaho, and I was talking to the professors, one of the things that I thought stuck out to me that I was telling them about, and I was telling about this and that, and they came back to me and they said, we feel like the thing that we are hearing from you is that we can't just teach, go get on this platform or go get on this thing. You're saying that the, the types of products the different platforms, they change over time and you've got to constantly be pivoting and paying attention to what's happening in the marketplace. And I said, that is exactly right. And that is one of the main reasons I started a program because if I just went out and just taught this one thing, it would be irrelevant in a year or two. Even the stuff I tell my designers now to do, totally different than what we told them a year and a half ago to do. And so by giving them information inside of what we're seeing in our shops, what we're seeing make money, how we're doing it, how the algorithm works in our favor, favor, it makes a huge difference in the way the designers work. And then they understand that. So they can know when they leave the program, how to pivot, but they also built themselves a network of people who are also doing lots of different things in lots of different shops. And by doing that, you can be like, Hey, so-and-so 
um, I'm doing this over here. What, how is this going over here? And you're sharing that information and then you can make good decisions, not like, and not time costly decisions, right? Like sometimes we make decisions and it costs us six months and we're like, why did we do that? Yes. Like that's, that's really the power of a program to help build you up and make sure that you're doing really smart things. Right. Mm -hmm. So this whole idea, like, I think knowledge at this point, I, cause I keep paying for knowledge. Speaking of nose, I just bought a mastermind like two months ago. I was not yes. planning on buying. I'm very but excited like, about it. <laughs> the knowledge for it was so powerful. It made my money back in, I made the money back for that mastermind within two weeks. I yeah. was thinking six weeks. I was like, if I can make this money back, it made my money back in two weeks, a hundred percent worth it. But it's like, you have to go into it thinking like, how do I make my money back? And how do I do it smart? How do I do it over a good time period? And most, most, I would say my other masterminds, maybe it's more like six months to a year. I'll make my money back, but I really just so much power and in inside information. I agree. I think it's amazing. And I think some of those mentorships are absolutely crucial to like moving your business um, when you're especially at a point where Karina is with hers. So, yeah, but we're super excited. We're excited that yeah. Steve's coming home. We're excited yeah, that Steve gets to work on my team. He just came to a team retreat we did uh, at the time of recording this. It was like in July, but um, he came to that and it was fun to have him meet uh, people that are going to be on his team um, with him in, in that team aspect. And then kind of watching your business grow is just, yeah. it's fun. It is. It's so fun. It's so fun. Business is fun. You should do it. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're big proponents of business. It's we fun. Are. We and are. It's really not just about business because like the business part is fun, but to, for us and so much emphasis in my program is learning how to make money. Because I think the challenge of every, you know, stay at home business where you're just trying to start up is figuring out how to make money. Nobody knows how to do it. Yeah, I agree. Don't have a hobby. Like how can you make it, make a living out of it? Yeah. It's tough yeah. and pay all the bills and go on vacation and early retirement. Karina and I always talk about, you know, like that's why I'm working and sure it helps if you like it. Right. It but really helps if you like it in the end of the day. I'm like, yeah, it really does. Cause you'll probably quit. But, um, but at the end of the day, it really is about the numbers and the money. Yeah. It's, yeah. Cause it makes it fun live your life. Right. Like I don't, that's right. That? I always put it backwards, work to live, live to work. Yeah. I never understand which way it is either, but like the thing is I was talking <laughs> to someone who was needing, family time. Yeah, who's yeah. needing a business advice. She was actually a life coach. So in a totally different field. And mm -hmm. she was telling me all her struggles about like trying to figure out how to make money in her business. And like the number of hours she was like, well, I just feel like I need to spend more time with my family. And I was like, but if you only spend even five or four hours a day, like you worked from seven to 12, how many more hours does that leave for your family? There's actually so many hours in a day. There's an amazing book called 164 hours. It's one week worth of hours. And she kind of breaks down how much time you actually have people under like underestimate how much time they have. Mm -hmm. And so they act like, Oh, I need to have all this time for this, this or whatever. But when you like go down and start breaking up, you start to realize how much time you lose by just doing crap things, stupid okay. things with your life. Oh yeah. If you actually track, 
I mean, I don't know if you guys do this. I started doing this to myself on my phone, but you can turn on like screen time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I get it. It's anyway, and I limit myself. <laughs> no, I limit. You can put limits on yourself for I certain because my business is on my phone. <laughs> That's true. Mine is too. Mine is too. So I don't touch those apps, but like on social media and stuff, I'm like, I don't want to spend oh, yeah. more than 30 minutes a day. And so it will time me out. And I'm like, then I know how long I've been spending because it is a waste of time. It is a time suck and you're not actually doing anything productive, but like how much time are you just spending like watching TV or the social media? Yeah, it's so, it's so true. And I'm not, I'm not anti that because I will tell you, especially this last week, I haven't been very feeling very well. And so I needed a little TV because I was like, I need to relax because I need to get to bed. And so I can have energy for the next day. And so I've let myself have that. So I'm not saying don't have any of that guys. You need, you need some relaxation, but like also if you're doing it for eight hours a day and you don't even realize it, you don't even realize it. Yeah. And it may be shocking how much time you're spending, but that that's the point is that you probably are spending a lot more time than you think you are. And if you were actually to track your time of what keeps you busy during the day, and if you are that busy and how much downtime you have, you will be shocked at how much time is just wasted. Yeah. And how much time those of you who are listening, who are building design businesses, you will be surprised at how little amount of time you actually spend in the design process model, actually designing, like actually on your computer designing two in production work, making it all like ready to go. And three, spending your time in SEO listing tags. You will be surprised at how little you spend very, very little. And so the more you can bump those things up, the more profitable you will be. That's just it. It's very, very, very simple. Yet most people are unwilling to do it. Because it means we have to be disciplined and most people do not want to be disciplined. And I'm going to tell you being disciplined kind of sucks sometimes. Do you feel that way, Sweet Kim? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sweet Kim and I, we're si- sisters, right? We scheduled this meeting. Like this was like, we did, it wasn't just like a, we're just getting on. To, no, 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 no. Like she got on my calendar two weeks ago. I put on makeup for her. <laughs> She got on my calendar and I live by my calendar because of the number of meetings I have. And so I think, um, there's so much power to being disciplined. Um, I actually think one of Suikim's superpowers is actually filling in the dead space with her business because she actually, my kids are a little bit older. My youngest is 10, but Suikim's youngest is eight. Just turned eight. Yeah. And she has four all really close in age. So she, how old is the oldest? I can't remember. Um, my oldest is 13, but then 13. now I've got two nine-year-olds and an eight-year-old, but yeah. they're, you know, three kids within 21 months. My yeah. last one. So it's like, so she's versus I have a 19 and 16 year old and a 10 year old. So like, I'm like way more spread out. So I feel like with, with your guys' soccer schedules and all of that, yes. like you're really good at filling in the in-between spots with the work that needs to be done. And a lot of your work is physical. So you, you yeah. have to be present for it. Um, and so I think you're really, really good at that. Whereas if I, I don't fill in my spots, I feel like I have to have blocks of time at this point. Yes. But that makes sense. It depends on your business model. Whereas I can be like, I'm going to get out five orders right now. Cause I have 30 minutes before we go to soccer or the kids get up or whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. Then it's easier for me. So it does depend on your business model, but even in 30 minutes, you can design quite a bit on your computer. Cause I also have digital shops. So yeah. Or you your know. iPad, 
Like, I mean, I was sitting, I'm not going to tell you where I was sitting, but it was somewhere I was supposed to be paying attention. And I totally whipped out a dingbat. Like I was just like, I'm just going to build a a quick dingbat set right here of 26, just really fast. Yeah. Probably 50% of the time I'm at soccer practice with my kids. I will sit in my car and bring my computer and I will work. Yeah. So just finding the spots to do it. You know, I think I hear a lot of excuses about why you can't do it. Yeah. Your why has to be big. And you know, our whys have always been really big. Um, I think both of us really value financial freedom, really value it. Um, and we're also not the kind that's like going to just do it by being really tight with our budgets. We'd rather have a bigger shovel. Right. Agree. Amen. Amen. You can coupon and penny pinch all you want, but for me, that doesn't move the needle. That doesn't get you to early retirement. That doesn't give you a better vacation. Like it doesn't do anything. What does stuff and what moves the needle is having a bigger, bigger shovel. Like you said, like it's more money, more income. How can I make my business bigger? Yeah. And I'm not anti, like if you want to do like a coupon, like I'm not anti, in fact, I still, no, not at all. I used to Yeah, I do too. I did too. But I just like, I recognize that by building a bigger, like just having a bigger shovel, it just made it so that it was easier for me to do all the things I wanted to do with my life. And I really wanted to live my life now. I didn't want to wait and do things with my life, you know, like all the things I dreamed of for my life much, much later. And I think some of it is growing up, you know, we grew up with a first generation, we're like first generation immigrant parents are not our dad, but our no, mom Karina is half Chinese. <laughs> you would know you're half Chinese. Well, you would get it from my name, but you'll get it from her looks. So I know. We were combined. Karina. <laughs> I know it is kind of funny. And then, oh. um, you know, also like our siblings, you know, one of our sister's names is Yanni. One is Caitlin. So you wouldn't know it's like Caitlin and yeah. Karina and then Yanni and Suikam. And then, yeah. um, the other thing that's funny is Yanni and uh, Caitlin both look I think more exotic than either one of us. They both look like Hawaiian or they look more similar. Yeah. 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 So like, I do, I do think there's like some things that, especially being this first generation up, especially, um, our dad was a first generation going to college and then everyone in our family, well, Annie actually said she didn't finish, but she went to beauty She's school. So close. She has less than a year. Maybe even she, went to, master left. She, she went to beauty school. But instead. She did a difference. But yeah. like for me to go get a doctorate and, and do higher education, she's like, I really do think you guys, like, if you want something, there's no good reason you can't have it. Mm-hmm. You just have to make the decision that you're going to do it. And you're going to figure out a way to do it. Cause honestly, nothing's impossible. Yeah. And it's funny because we were just talking about this with Yanni too, about her. She was mentioning she's never finished her degree, but we were talking about how in today's time, that is kind of where it's going that to get a trade, to go to cosmetology school, to do an online program like Karina's that is better than school and all of the student loan debt and all the controversy, like of paying it, it off, crazy. how expensive it is and how expensive universities are. Like kids are averaging 40,000 a year in debt. Like it's kind of insane what is happening in the world right now and how we're going back to just like, like even for my kids, I'm like, I hope you just figure out what you want to do and then just do it. Who cares if it's a one-year school, a two-year school, yeah. a trade, an associate's grade. I don't know what it is, but like, I got a four-year degree and I don't use it. That was a waste of money. And I, and I want to say waste, like I'm proud that I got it. So I can tell my kids, Hey, education is important. 
for a lot of reasons, but like, you don't necessarily have to get a four-year degree anymore. It is, it is a fascinating thing as someone who came from the academic system and kind of have some ideas about it. Got her PhD. Yeah. I still, I do think there's a place for education, but I think the system is a little bit broken. The cost is a little bit exorbitant. Um, and we can teach more for less and actually teach you to make money. Whereas they don't that makes money. Yeah. Yeah. I, you come out of college and you're like, I don't, I like, I have enough skills, but I don't actually know how to make money. I don't know what I need to do. Um, I think some of the link, like some of the things that we teach there is a little antiquated. I, I, so I, my oldest daughter's in college right now, and I am still glad she's going to college. And it's now we really send her for social, like, because it's a transition year, right? The 18 to 21 year old years. Like, I kind of feel like those are transition years, um, with, Actually, we don't really care if she actually gets the degree or not. We're like, we just care you learn enough about the thing you want to do so that we can go out and do it to make money doing it. So it's a totally different mindset around why we send our kids to college and what they're doing. And I think that's going to continue unless the, the university systems make some changes which I, I think they online do education actually is just getting larger and larger. Yeah. And it's a great place to send your kids. And I agree. I still think there's a place for education. If you know what you're going to do, Karina is actually teaching design and, and that's what she got her PhD. And that's why I got my degrees in and all of the things and she teaches it. Like she did what she said she was going to do. Mine is in child development. Okay. <laughs> I am a mother. I guess that's <laughs> how I qualify for that. But literally like my business has nothing to do with that. That did not help me. I wish someone would have said, just do some business, go do some, whatever, take some random classes that you enjoy, but then get some like business or communication classes under your belt. Um, because I don't use it at all. And while I don't regret it, like I said, I want my kids to know and value education and knowledge and learning, but like not necessarily a four-year degree. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking like, Poor, my oldest daughter is doing math this summer. She, that's the only thing she's doing because it's really hard for her. And she's just like, I was like, you know, this is the last math class you'll ever take in your life. And I was like, and you won't use most of this. I was like, you need to know how to calculate your business, set up your accounting, know how to use it in QuickBooks. I was like, that's the math you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, I, I, we had a couple of weeks ago with my kids, we had a budgeting lesson at our house on Sundays. I'll sometimes give them a lesson. I'm actually looking over, I have this huge budgeting board, like board so I can teach them how to budget. I was just like, we don't teach that at school and we should. Yes. Yes. We don't teach our kids how to money investments, the cost of a car the cost yeah. of insurance, the cost of going to college, the cost of like, like real life. our kids, like practical things. So if parents really have to be digging into that. And I don't know, I, I know I was just gonna say like, even for me, like I'm a 19 year old and I finally got to the budgeting lesson, you know? So anyway, we got off track all we of this off. to say, yes. listen, live your dreams, guys, like go after what you want. Uh, Sweetie and I are here. People sometimes will say, well, you're just you really unique. Karina. You're the only one I'm like, there are no, times I think it's of- weird that two of us are entrepreneurs out of a family of six kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's, I don't know. Totally. Well, and then also that, um, that I think it's like, it's not just me. I'm in groups of huge groups of women who own their own yeah. businesses, who run fabulous businesses, who are doing amazing things. I have several, several women friends who do that, who make a lot more money than me, who make less money than me, like all the things. And it's not just me. 
It's just because you haven't been exposed to it. And most of the time, that's the issue I see. Like you're so used to your current situation that you don't know how to get yourself out of your situation to be with women and to be with people who are making a huge difference in their lives, taking huge risks so they can do something amazing. Yeah, I agree. Like you are who you surround yourself with. And a lot of you are in places. And I was too, like early on, I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't remember when I said to you, I need a mastermind. This was like six or seven years ago. I was just like, I want a mastermind. Yeah. But it doesn't exist in most of our homes and most of our neighborhoods and our communities at your church groups, like wherever you're at, like there's probably a couple, but like, are you really friends with them or what? Like, that's the great thing about like the internet today is you can find groups, you can find online Facebook groups, you can join mentor groups, you can be around like-minded people who support you and root you, root for you, but also know like what you're going through and what you're trying to accomplish it and believe in you. Because even Steve, when I first started my very first business, like I started a bunch of stuff, failed a bunch of stuff. Okay. But like, which is part of the process guys, failing a whole bunch of stuff is how you get to winning. Yeah, it really is. And then you create that business that like, yeah. it, but it takes a lot to get there. Sorry, interrupted but, you. No, no, no. But, um, but the point is like, Steve didn't even believe in me in the beginning and how amazing would that be? Um, and now he's like, you know, my number one fan, but he's like, you can start anything and make money. But, but you know, with me proving, proving business after business, but my point is, I'm sorry. Now I've like, well, I, I think your point is like, literally like you can just, you can start this not having anyone believe in you yes. and you just got to like, you can, but how much more powerful if you joined a group is what I'm saying, or yes. found people who believed in you. Like, it's just, it's so much easier today to like find mentors, to find groups of people that do like understand what you're going through. I think way that's- easier today than it ever has been because I was saying that seven doing it or eight years ago, six or like. seven years ago, yes. I was like, I really want to join a mastermind and could not find one. Yes. And and I couldn't find one for women. I really wanted one for women. I really, and I, then I finally did accidentally find one and I was like, and here I go. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't realize how much it was going to cost. That was the thing. And then I started realizing, oh, it costs this because in order to be in the room with the women that I want to be with, this is what it costs. Yeah. And it, it took me a while to kind of figure that out. But now that I've got it figured out, it's so crazy. I, I like, it only takes me two seconds to be like, yes, get me in. I need to, I needed this information and then I use it and implement it anyway. All right. We are going to close up today. Sweet Kim, do you want to send anyone anywhere? <laughs> send anyone anywhere? Like, send do you want to send anyone to your oh, Instagram feed or no, your, I don't the way I build a business. Karina knows I don't have, like, I don't have anything. I don't have any influencer style, nothing. This is like the craziest thing. Everybody thinks you have to be an influencer this day. I'm like, the only reason I do it is because of her. I literally hate my face being everywhere and like, whatever. So So if you feel that way, I'm telling you, you can build a business like that too. And we actually, in design suite, we really push people not to be on social media for the first year or two, because you don't have to build a brand. And you know, for years I didn't do very much either because like, why? I made all my money from being, you know, licensing and from my digital shops. I wasn't going to let everybody, you know, like I I didn't need to spend the time doing that. I spent all my time designing, right. Which is what you do. You're spending all your time filling orders. Just working, just working, building. But yeah, like my whole thing is I don't create businesses with social media ads, a website, like you need nothing to start a business and you can start a business and look where I am now. 
And literally, I don't have anywhere to send you. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But like, that's the power of online. I don't know. Online business. AKA, if you want to see Sweet Kim at all, you have to come into Design Suite and get an Etsy. Teach you how insider information in this program. It's the only person I'd work for. (laughs) I know, other than herself. And believe me, the amount of begging I had to get her to do it. Uh, like she's probably most paid like per <laughs> hour person on my team, but it's literally because you can't get that except from another business owner. You'll, you'll see this very often. Like a lot of businesses will have coaches and they don't own their own businesses. Every coach on my team has to own their own design business. Every like in sweet Kim's a coach has to be an expert in what they do. And they have to actually make money doing it. That's, that's tough to find that, but it's because we really believe that you can't be coaching what you don't actually know. Agreed. That's smart. It's crazy. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. Sorry. You have nowhere to go. If you want to learn more about design suite, we recommend you come through a design bootcamp design boot camps are only $27. We make it cheap. We it's five days of training. We do tell you about design suite. So if you're interested in that, you can, um, book a call to learn a little bit more. You can go to uh, karinagardnercourses.com slash design bootcamp so that you can learn a little bit more about what we teach in design bootcamp. I promise for $27, you will get a ridiculous amount of information, um, design process model being profitable, how I did it. There you go. So, um, if anything, you should take away a little bit about how to start your own design business. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining me and we will see you later. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.